through that, it guided me to some questions that I love asking myself. One is, what else can I do to set myself up for what I'm truly asking to hold? Hello, hello, and welcome back to Shamelessly Ambitious. This is episode 101, and I am dropping in with an episode that is very personal, (laughs) that is very vulnerable, but I know that when I'm listening to podcasts, I really value an opportunity to hear the real behind the scenes, to hear a good story and some good hard lessons, even if they are in the middle kind of lessons. And so I decided that I wanted to give you a little behind the scenes and a little raw, real vulnerability. So here we are, here we are. Okay. So we are living in our brand new home and I'm super grateful for that. And also this has been a fucking train wreck, like a train wreck. I don't even think I can cover how much has gone wrong since moving in. I, I can't, I just can't do it. So I'm going to give you my best effort here, but ultimately we closed on our home at the end of May. And we had about a 10 ish day period between closing and actually moving in where I intended to come to my home and we were going to bring some people in to do some accent walls. I was going to obviously get a ton of things delivered from appliances to furniture and like get the home ready. Like 10 days. I know I'm kind of crazy (laughs) hindsight, right? I thought 10 days was like way more than enough. Like, oh my gosh, we'll move into a completely furnished home. It'll be so great. I was so wrong on so many levels, (laughs) like full transparency, I fucked up on the intent that like, first of all, we couldn't really spend any money until we like closed on the home. If you've ever closed on a home, you know, this, like you have to wait to be able to spend the money, at least mass amounts of money. And so I really was waiting till the last minute. We actually did go to a furniture store here in Texas the weekend before we closed and they were I was surprised, but we were able to pick a bunch of stuff out and like basically put it on hold. And so that took a lot again, making me feel like, oh my gosh, this is going to be such a piece of cake. So we're going to go the day we closed, actually went to that furniture store and finalized all the purchases and everything was going to get delivered. It was going to be so great. So that was that with furniture. Then I brought in a team to come and add some cool features into our home, which a lot of them turned out so good. We've got a beautiful accent wall in my office that I'm obsessed with. It's black. And then I've got these really cool wood shelves behind me that I will add decor to eventually. We also added accent walls to all of our kids' rooms that were very individualized to their personalities, but also what they were wanting. So I did a lot of design prep ideation, if you will, before closing on the house, of course. And we also added an accent wall to our master bedroom. What else did we do? (laughs) There is a larger, almost storage closet space (laughs) that is my husband's office. And like, it sounds really awful, but he's totally fine with it. So don't judge me. I do have this beautiful, gorgeous front of the house office, but he was like, I don't need it. I don't need much, but it didn't have an outlet. So we had an outlet added in there. We have this like wine bar area, which I wanted to turn into a coffee bar because I don't drink wine really like every once in a while, but I definitely don't have bottles and bottles of wine. So it didn't make sense to me. So in between, you're supposed to put a fridge with like wine, 
that was, I was literally going to buy a fridge for no reason. So we added drawers instead so I can build it into a coffee bar and then added another outlet there so that we aren't seeing cords everywhere. Cause I, I'm a little perfectionistic about stuff like that. Oh, and then in our laundry room, how could I forget? In our laundry room, we did a custom mudroom and then we're adding like a laundry folding table as well as just like a big feature in the laundry room. It's kind of hard to explain. And then finally we added a new, so our fireplace was beautiful. It was tiled and then it had this big wood block around it that was white. So we painted that black and then did this like shiplap, this vertical shiplap up the wall, all the way up the wall. We have really high ceilings and then added a giant wood mantle. It looks so <laughs> on the one end, I, I asked people like, can you get this done in the 10 days? And everybody that I had brought in and, and the person that I had ended up hiring was like, oh my gosh, not a problem. Well, they're still here. <laughs> it is when I'm recording this episode it is June 17th. They are still here. They are still actively building all the things. And we are basically living in a construction zone, which has been really unfortunate. Oh, they also added all the hardware throughout our house. Additionally, our laundry room feature area has just been a mess. Like, I don't know all the other areas that they did were so good, but this area just has not turned out the way that I wanted it to. And they've had to redo it multiple times. Now they're going to have to take the whole thing out and start over because every time that they tried to redo it, they just made it worse and worse and worse. And it has been a headache and all that might be like, Oh, that's not so bad. Like you didn't get stuff delivered in time. Or, you know, we did have a fridge show up that wasn't big enough for the area. Like, Oh, this is, this is not terrible, right? No, I guess not. <laughs> Those things aren't terrible. What was terrible was that while we were here during those 10 days and we were getting settled, I was hearing things in the walls <laughs> and I was like, am I crazy? And the later it would get at night that we were here, my mom actually came out to stay with us. So when I say we, it's my mom and I, and she's been my angel, my godsend. She is here helping me with so much. Like literally she made a joke the other day that she was going to leave. And I was like, I will lock the doors. You cannot leave me yet. I need you here. So she's been so, so great. So every day we were here all day into the night trying to clean too. If you've ever bought new construction lesson learned, cause I really haven't just filthy. Like they brought cleaners in of course, but it was filthy. It was just horrible. So we were spending so much time here cleaning cause we didn't want furniture to be delivered into a dirty home. And the later we were here, the more noise we would hear. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? Like what is happening? And eventually I figured it out and was like, oh my God. Well, our builder had told us several months ago while they were in the building process that we had raccoons and he kind of made it a joke and was like, we'll get rid of them. And we asked again and he was like, oh yeah, they're gone. So I didn't really think much of it. But the moment that I realized that it was actually something in the walls, I was like, holy shit, they didn't get rid of those raccoons. So upon discovery to this very moment, we have a mom and her two babies living in our attic. At first it was like, this is annoying. They're going to take care of it. No big deal. Then we moved in on the 10th, which was seven days ago. And we tried to go to sleep that night and oh my God, these nocturnal animals, they're basically like toddlers. They run amok all night long, back and forth, the ceiling all over the place, screeching. Actually it's called chittering. Google it. It's the most horrific noise ever all night long. So I have not been getting a lot of sleep, which is not good for me. I am such a sleep person. Like sleep is so important. They're loud and they're expensive because they have ruined so much. Oh my God. Like chewed through things. We've got lights that are blinking. We've got air ducts that aren't working anymore. We've not getting any sleep. They are animals that tend to create a toilet feature. <laughs> so they don't just 
go to the bathroom anywhere, they actually create a toilet, which can be incredibly toxic. And I'm 99% sure it's up above our master because there is now a giant wet spot coming through the ceiling. So it has been rough to say the least. It has been rough to say the least. Very, very frustrating, very trying on my mental health, (laughs) on my emotions. We've had to fight with the builders, unfortunately, because... I don't know. That's just the way it is. They are paying to get them out, which is way more challenging than anybody assumed. The first company that they brought here that came failed. So they brought a second company who is now giving their best effort to get these raccoons out. Apparently it's a way bigger deal than I ever could have imagined. So lots of lessons learned. Okay. Sorry for the interruption, but I've got something super, super juicy for you. Did you know that when you rate and review this podcast, you can get free access to my mini course, Focused? I'm not even kidding. Become more productive, more energized, and more focused without adding anything extra to your schedule. No extra time. Uh, who doesn't want that? All you have to do is screenshot your review and send it to me at Ash McDonald on Instagram, and I'll give you the link. It is as easy as that. In addition to that, if that was not enough... As we were cleaning the house, my mom and I, we started to notice stuff that you wouldn't otherwise notice. Like, yes, we did a walkthrough and yes, we did the blue tape party. If you've never built a house before, you take pieces of blue tape and you put it anywhere where things need to be fixed. We did that everywhere. Yet there was so much still that was like dusty or dirty that you just couldn't see. So we've got, you know, quartz countertops that have stains on them that I think somebody dropped something like epoxy or something. We've got you know, caulking that was put around a toilet, but then seeped into black grout. And so it just looks really, really bad and cannot be washed. You know, we've got like uh, our master tub never got finished. There was like this giant hole in the side of the wall, which was wild. They said that would get finished things like we have paint on our bottom step in our house that has a footprint in it. We have outlets that aren't working. We have toilets that aren't flushing. We have cabinets that were put in upside down. Again, something you wouldn't notice until you're putting dishes in and you're like, why is this all off? Like this doesn't align. When we got the first fridge delivered, we thought it was a fridge problem. So we got a new fridge, which was a pain in the ass. We actually still have both fridges still. And the new fridge also would not fit. And we discovered that it's because we have a flooring issue where it's not level near the fridge area. And therefore one side of the fridge fits and the other does not. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And I am sleepy. (laughs) Like it has been so much. And we have not, honestly have not gotten to resolution. I'm literally in the messy middle now. We did finally get taken up to like the highest of high in the building company and have been promised that all things will be resolved. And I'm hopeful. But to be honest with you, I think what's so exhausting is that it is a full-time job to manage every issue that we have is a new trade. It's a tile guy. It's an electric guy. It's a plumbing guy. It's a drywall guy. It's a paint guy. It's a, all these different things. Right. And they're coming all day long. They have to be guided into the home, told what they have to do. You kind of have to stand over them. Otherwise they leave without finishing their job, which is super frustrating. And it's happened a couple of times because I hop on a work call or something like that. And it has just felt like so much. So yesterday I told my mom, I'm like, I'm going to go to a coffee shop. My son had Minecraft camp. What a life. He had Minecraft camp last week and it was just three, three hours long each day. So on Friday, which was yesterday, I was like, I'm taking him and there's a cafe right next door and I'm going to sit down and I'm just going to, I need to be out of the house. Like I need to get away from this. Can you and Jake hold down the fort? And of course they were like, yes. 
And I went to this coffee shop just to breathe, but also to journal and to process and to just ask myself some of my most favorite questions when I'm really struggling. And that's the thing I want to leave you with today. Not that I have any resolution, although yesterday was really, really eye-opening for me. I had a lot of ahas, but also just to like, life can really kick your ass sometimes and it can be really unexpected. And we have to be willing to sit with that, to explore that, to ask the right questions, to get to the bottom of things, but also to ensure that we are actively operating from our highest self, right? That we are doing what it is that we want to do and what we'd be proud of. And so some of the things that I did for one, I was doing a launch debrief as well, because during all of this, I was actively launching two programs. (laughs) wild. And obviously they did not go as planned because I wasn't able to invest as much time. And I always do something called a launch debrief. So one of the things I was doing was that launch debrief and ultimately asking myself, like, why did the results turn out the way that they did? And what does this mean? And how could I do it differently moving forward? This is not an opportunity to shame yourself. This is an opportunity to ask enough questions so that every time you do another launch, every time you do something in your business again, that you're doing it just slightly better, that you're willing to figure out how you can do it slightly better hell in your life. Okay. So I was doing this launch debrief and through that, it guided me to some questions that I love asking myself. One is what else can I do to set myself up for what I'm truly asking to hold? right? Because if during all this, I'm also expecting high results in business, I'm also expecting, you know, high levels of intimacy with my husband. I'm also expecting great relationship with friends. If I'm having all these expectations, which we tend to do, right? These are really crazy expectations, but I don't actually have the capacity or I'm not clear on what I need to do or who I need to ask for help to have that capacity. I'm not going to get what I want. And without this awareness, I might determine that I'm a failure rather than I can make these pivots. I might determine that this is no longer for me, even though I wanted it, even though it was in me, which was a lie, right? So I have to be willing to ask this. Yeah. (laughs) And it's not a fun question to ask sometimes too, because I realized like I was wanting so much in my life during these two weeks and it wasn't aligned with what I was able to give. And so I looked at a few different things for who I could ask for help in certain things, realizing some things I needed to let go of for a little while and just got really honest with myself. And the other question I asked myself, so this is a big one. And I, okay, let me tell you this first. I asked that question. Then the next question I asked myself is what is working? And this is important because I believe that duality is being able to hold it all. Okay. And oftentimes we tend to just hold the negativity and that's our focus. And that's where our energy goes. And that's where things feel really heavy, right? And I've done that these past couple of weeks. No lie. I have done that. I've held the negativity like a, like as tight as I can. (laughs) So I spent a little time looking at what's working, right? This is a beautiful home. Everything is going to get fixed. Maybe not on my timeline, but it will get fixed, right? My kids are happy. Their rooms got finished. I might be living out of a suitcase still, but they are happy, which makes me happy. I have my own office again right? Like this is my 101 episode, like come on, right? I had a couple clients resign. There's so many good things. So I did ask what's working. Okay. And this is something I ask myself almost every single day. So that kind of made sense there. But the final question and one that is not always the most fun to ask yourself is, are you giving it your best? Are you giving it your best? This is the kind of question that instills an insane level of radical responsibility. Because in asking it, you have to get really honest with yourself. And the truth is, I have not been doing my best. I forfeited working out for the past couple of weeks, which is not in my line of values. I have not been eating the way that I want to be eating. Again, not worst case scenario, not the most terrible, but, you know, grabbing a bag of chips 
really quick in the middle of the day because I don't have time is not me giving it my best. You know, that extra two minutes it's going to take me to put together something healthy, put together a nice salad with some grilled chicken or order some groceries from a local grocery store so I can have easy, grabbable, healthy snacks. That little bit of effort is my best. I'm not saying I have to be perfect, right? Going for a walk in the morning, doing 50 squats and 50 push-ups, and like just moving my body a little bit, that's giving it my best. And instead I've been staying up super late. I've been not working out. I have been not eating the best that I can. I have not been pulling cards or journaling. And yes, this is only for a couple of weeks, but because I am conscious and intentional about checking in with this kind of stuff, I was able to nip it in the bud quickly. And I already made a plan for how this changes now. And so this is the messy middle. And I wanted to bring it here because sometimes we need to hear that. And sometimes we need those invitations to ask ourselves the really hard questions that get us back on track. This is our lives. This is our choice. And if for one second, you believe that it's not your choice to feel your best, you're lying to yourself. And I was lying to myself too. So you're not alone. <laughs> so anyways, that's a little behind the scenes today. I'm really just, I'm leaving it at that. Ask yourself these questions. Let me know if you've been here before, but also send me some love and energy so I can get through this time. I'm not going to lie. It's been exhausting. And also, as always, just thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. In fact, I have to thank my Empire Society crew because it was questions from those gals that led me to share some of this information, all of this information and more actually inside of Empire Musings that reminded me how important vulnerability and honesty and the messy middle is. And I'm just so grateful for that. So it makes sense to say, if you're not already inside Empire Society, I really want to invite you and encourage you to join us. This space is truly so real, so raw, so vulnerable. No, it's not just my behind the scenes. It's also me answering any question that you bring to the table and just creating a really beautiful community where you feel held and supported. And you also have access to a ton of really freaking valuable programs. And I'm really grateful for that. So DM me if you want to get inside of Empire Society and DM me if you have also built a house and it has been horrible because I need a little solidarity here. And thank you for being here. As always, thank you for being here. I'll see you on the next episode.